0: hello hello beautiful souls this is lisa nickel your podcast host on sacred and rooted and i am your spiritual guide meditation teacher life coach and most importantly you know someone who's just right there with you trying to make this life work better make this life more magical make it feel you know like it's oozing with meaning and fulfillment That is my goal (laughs) or intention uh, as I move on uh, into my, I guess, the last half of my 43rd year. (laughs) Anyways, this, you know, this episode today is all about sacred space. And you might be wondering to yourself, what the heck is that? You know, am I talking about church or what am I talking about? And for me sacred space when i talk about that i mean any time in your life uh, where you feel connected and clear with your soul so it doesn't need to be church it could be church for you if that works for you um it could be just alone time so you could be basically anywhere uh, it could be vacation time maybe you need to change of scene that works uh, but anywhere where you escape your daily routines, where you turn off, you know, your automatic kind of like go, 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 do, 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 and you have time to sit and be with yourself. <laughs> and like the demands of your regular life are, you know, turned off or paused for now. To just be with your thoughts, your soul, on yourself to really, um, kindle that relationship because literally we can go decades without really you know talking to ourselves a whole lot and finding out you know if this life didn't feel like it was running me what would i like to do and what would i want to fill my time with that kind of thing uh as women we spend so, so much time on others' needs, uh, on supporting others, making sure everyone else is happy, on doing what makes others happy over what makes us happy. And then finally, you know, if there's time or it, once the kids are in bed, everyone's sleeping, you know, we get a chance to dig into what our heart calls us to do. Uh, and so we leave our hopes and dreams as like the crumbs at the end of the day at the end of the week at the end of the month um and and so this podcast is to encourage you to flip that totally upside down and to start um, arranging your life so that you have these little pockets of time the sacred space that are just for you and they're they're a priority and so They're sort of not, they're scheduled first uh, before others, you know, responsibilities, other people's things, your own, like, you know, work and life demands. So creating the sacred space, like on a regular basis, will change your life. It'll give you permission to put yourself first, which will then ripple out through your life in ways you don't even you know you can't even imagine at this point. So the first example that I gave on what sacred space was was alone time. So I run a membership and it's called Wellspring Goddess Collective and in that we go through a sacred rise ritual um, that you can do daily, weekly whenever, whatever time works for you. Um as long as you do it regularly like on a consistent basis so that the effects of it can be compounded over time so basically it's meant to just open a portal or a door to your soul where you have time you've already put it in your calendar you've already planned it regular time to just talk to your soul talk to your heart talk to the divine talk to the universe whatever word resonates with you most but you know, to talk to the part of you that is timeless, uh, that is, you know, wise beyond its ears and all, all of that stuff. And so by doing this regularly, you open this relationship up and as you continue to do it, it will bloom into something that you almost can't live without, uh, because it is such an important part of, the, act- the actions that you take in your, you know, when you are out in the world and when you are with your family and loved ones and friends. So with your sacred rise, you can do whatever your heart desires. So here's some suggestions, but literally create whatever space, whatever, you know, time, whatever actions you want to do. It's up to you. Like this is truly your time. So just as brainstorming ideas, you could start off with journaling, you could meditate, you could pray, you could listen to some relaxing music, read an inspiring book, do some, you know, yoga poses to help with relaxation. Light candles. I always I mean light candles whenever you want, all the time if you <laughs> if you can. But just I find lighting candles really helps make it is a bit of a ceremony or a bit more of an important... It's almost like bookends on something that is meaningful to you. So you light the candle and you know, you're know you officially in your sacred space and time. And then you blow them out and you're like, all right, back to, back to the grind or back to whatever you were doing. Uh, you can sit in a room, in a corner, wherever, on your bed, like somewhere that, that has some meaningful things around you. That mean something to you. It could be crystals. It could be pictures of loved ones. It could be whatever you like. It could be card decks. It could be who knows. It could be basically anything. But just to let yourself run wild with what you would put in sort of a little space for yourself. So it it's sort of a visual um, cue to your mind and your body to you know like okay we're in the sacred space we're you know we're we're settling we're calm we're gonna talk to our heart and here we go. So the idea here is to create an amount of time during the day where you can just be with yourself and eventually hear your heart hear your intuition louder and louder and coming through um, easier uh, because as you listen to to it you'll it's almost like a muscle you'll it'll become much more routine, much more clear. Uh, You'll understand the way that your intuition speaks to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be words. It can be images. It can be feelings. It can be any different. It could be symbolic. And so for you to get into, you know, you're just basically opening yourself up. You're receptive to hearing what your heart has to say. And depending on how long or how frequently you've done this in the past, like your heart might be like, hallelujah. <laughs> Is it time for me to speak now or what? And so it's just, it's you opening up the door to a relationship with yourself, really. Your timeless self and your human self are now friends. And you're going to listen to this, you know, your timeless self, your soul, as if it's some kind of wise... Um, mentor or you know a figure that you really respect it's 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 going to really impact the the actions that you take in the world because you when you are directed from an inner compass instead of the external demands and the push and pull that society kind of has set up for us um what the actions that you do take in your life when you're you know doing your errands and doing your work and whatever um, they'll change uh, because you are no longer you're much clearer on where you want to head and what means something to you and what doesn't really mean anything to you and maybe is a waste of your time so again i already mentioned this schedule this into your calendar please it is a priority for you to make yourself a priority. You have my permission if you need it. Um, and this is especially important at the beginning when it's you're trying to make this as um, like a like where you're trying to have a new habit basically. So scheduling it in super critical. I know that I have the habit. I mean I still do it sometimes, but not so much anymore. Uh, but you know, I had a habit. Back in the day of, you know, when life got tough and, you know, something came up with the kids, something came up at my work, something came up with my partner, anything, it could be anybody else's thing, it could be something that's mine, but the first thing that would get scratched off the things to-do list would be my own, you know, sacred time. That and my gym time, which is a whole nother story, but (laughs) I'm working on that too, Anyways, so it, like that's what I'm saying to you is to like to make it a priority, it's the same as if you had a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment, or, you know, it's like maintenance for your soul instead of maintenance for your body. Uh, and it's something that once you have a few months behind you and you can see sort of the impact of it, you will then realize just how effective it is in kind of organizing your life and making your life um more representative of the things that really mean the most to you uh and less full of the things that you you know you get asked to do and you say sh- yes you feel like you should so you say yes you you don't want to say anything to the contrary so you say yes and so you get You've, it's funny how how easy you can find your voice when you are clear on on your own heart, and your own heart is aligned with 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 you. All right, so so we will go back into the set. Sorry, I'm getting a little lost here. The first example that was alone time, all that. The second example I gave was vacation time as sacred space. And so for vacation time, uh, just think back on what, when do you usually plan your vacations or not even like a real vacation, you don't have to go on a trip, Um, but just like time away from work. And so normally for me, I do that uh, at the end of the summer, I kind of do that until I plan stuff till Christmas or into the winter a little bit. And then at Christmas, then I plan for the rest of the year into the next summer. And so those are my two main times of the year where I'm like scheduling and planning trips or just vacation in general. Uh, And so when you do that, or if you don't do that, make sure you do that. uh, Because what happens is if you... You know, there's always more work to do. There's always more groups, you know, hobbies. There's always stuff you can fill your life with. If you don't actually plan to take time away, then when it comes right down to it, like you can look back in a year and realize that you didn't actually take much time off at all because, you know, at the time when you're thinking about it kind of more spur of the moment, it's hard to feel like you have the space to take it off. But when you plan it in advance, it's like, well, I know I'm not going to be here, you know, the first two weeks in August. So that's just the way it is. (laughs) But if you didn't actually plan those first two weeks of August in advance, maybe in July, you're looking like, wow, this is such a busy summer, there's no way. Um, And then you don't take as much time off, maybe you just take long weekends or something. So really put that in. And if you notice that in your own life, you start... You know, maybe you have work things that are scheduling out like six months in advance, or a year in advance, or some of the kids' activities are scheduling out that far. Then adjust um, how far in advance you plan your time off work uh, and your family time, so that so that you're ahead of everything else. So that that's the first priority, and then the second priority is whatever. There could be a lot of things that are second priority, but but regardless. You got your vacations in, you've got your time off work, you've got your time where it's just chill time, just you and whatever you want to do. Just you and your family, you and your loved ones. It doesn't have to be so much just you with the vacations, because the vacations usually are a bit of a change of pace, a bit of a change of scene. It just seems to shake stuff up enough that you can get creative, you can get new ideas for things, and you can, if you're traveling, you see things in a different perspective, and then you bring them back into your life, and it definitely, it's complementary. Say to the alone time. Definitely not just one or the other. <laughs> if you uh, need to tell somebody that. All right. So now, I've also. I mean. I have kids that are 15 they're 15 and a half basically already and let me tell you that went by quickly I know if you have little kids and you're listening you're probably like okay lady whatever but and I know people used to tell me you know savor it and meanwhile I had like three kids under three and I was thinking okay (laughs) yeah whatever lady Uh, anyway at this point They're 15 and a half, they're, you know, they seem to be on their way to whatever, some sort of college or university, and so they don't sound like they're going to be sticking around too much longer, and and so that is really giving me pause and adding to my, um, adding to the need to make it a priority that, you know, we different things, we experience things together, we hang out together, um, so that I can get this last few years in before they leave, and, you know, they're, I'm not just gonna be, like, a regular daily thing in their life, I mean, not in, not physically, I mean, obviously we'll talk on the phone and online and stuff, but it won't quite be the same, although I have already invited them to, like, every vacation we plan for the next ever, so, we'll see what they do. (laughs) But again, that, that perspective changed from when they were little, like I couldn't, I was thinking, oh my God, how am I going to make it till they're 18 or what have you? But somehow along the way, time just friggin' flew by. And, um, and now I'm really very conscientious about the fact that we need to have some fun. We need to, do some different things that are like things we can do together as a family, so that we have these memories for the rest of our lives to build off of. So, like I said, these times, either with your family, with your loved ones, on your own for sure, um, it really fills your well, and you know. And then when you get back into your regular life routine you've got extra energy to give to others. You are more creative because you've, it's like you've put a pause on your regular routine. And so the automated responses, the automated doing just the things you're not even thinking about that you just do regularly, because that's just part of getting through the day or what have you, those are all sort of put on pause. And it's like, oh, what do I want to do today? What do, what do we want to go see? What do we want to do? Maybe I have all this extra time because I'm not working right now. I'm off work, and so I'm going to read some. I'm going to like put my feet up on the deck for a while and have a beer, what, whatever it is. It just totally changes your routine, and so then you can think, <clears throat> excuse me, um, yeah, I'd like to put some more of my vacation self in my real life. <laughs> How could I get that in there and 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 then it makes you sort of like start to problem solve that and see like how could this you know go a little differently and and because the point in the in the end is to not have a life that you don't want a vacation from because I mean it's good to have breaks even if you love your job you need to have breaks and just to get out of there for a bit because of the creative aspect of shaking it up a bit um, but, you can certainly have a job and a life that your daily life doesn't have to be a grind and a total shit show every day. Like I, like there's certainly times that it could be like that, but overall the aim would be to mostly enjoy life. And even if you are working, even if you do have, you know, hockey with the kids, volleyball with the kids, like there's lots of things to keep busy with, but you can move through those with, like, joy in your heart for the time you're spending with people, for the the people you're meeting, the time you're spending with your kids, the time you're spending with your loved ones, Um, and then your alone time, where you're spending with yourself, and you're, you know, like, I'm an introvert, so for me, that's, it's awesome time. (laughs) Anyway. And so... You know, this past summer, I have to say, this is the first time I've been working, I think I went to university, I graduated when I was 21, and I think we took my boyfriend at the time, and I took a week or two off after, I ended up graduating at the end of a year, so it was like I graduated in December, and we took a couple weeks off in January. One of the weeks we went on a trip somewhere down south. And then basically, like, we came back to Ottawa, and the next day I started my full time job, which I've been working in ever since. And so that was, it has been 21 years of pretty, like, pretty serious. Like, I mean, it was a pretty solid amount of work. Um, and so this year, I take vacations in the summer, like, that's not a thing that I, I mean, I have ever, especially ever since the kids, because they're off in the summer, so it's easier for uh, daycare and things if you don't need to, or camps, all the camps you have to sign up for, like, so I was taking a good amount of vacation in the summer anyways, but this summer in particular... I think it was from COVID, and then a few years before that, I was taking sort of one week at a time and then going back to work and then taking another week randomly. And so this summer, I committed to taking uh, two weeks off each time. And so I ended up taking two weeks off the beginning of July, two weeks off the beginning of August. I had un- unscheduled. I had COVID like at the end of July, so then I was off work because I was sick for a little bit there. Um, And then I came back after the August two weeks, we went up to our camp for another week, which I worked part time, but we were still, you know, by the water and it was beautiful. So that was still a nice change of pace too. But literally that was the most time I've taken off in a two month period in my whole life like since university even before then because during university I worked like two jobs every summer and punched out a bunch of hours for money and that kind of thing so and wow did it ever shake a whole bunch of things loose like I came back to work totally uh like refreshed invigorated I had lots of different new ideas which (laughs) we're still working on and just more energy for what I really wanted to accomplish, and some, a lot of clarity on where I wanted to take things, like, if I was going to do this, where did I, how did I want to feel going through it, how do, how did I want to, how did I want to set it up, so that on a daily basis, I'm excited about it, you know what I mean, and so, so yeah, the last few months have been extraordinary, as far as the, the you know, for years before, I was sort of circling and circling, not sure, like, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, how would this look? What would it look like in five years? How, like, what is really the vision here? Um, And within a matter of months in the summer of literally not doing anything (laughs) at all, except vacationing, I did some, I mean, I did work some, but like, uh, there was a lot of free time, uh, and it was so fascinating to see just how, how how clear, how quickly the ideas came and the kind of solutions to problems came when I wasn't even doing anything to do with the solutions. Like, I'm, I wasn't even in my town. I wasn't anywhere near the people that I was, you know, partnering with for things. It, it was pretty astonishing and I have, well, I'm, I mean, I'm recording this podcast, but I'm also keeping it in mind for any other year. Like I'll, I don't think I'll ever take, um, well, I won't ever take, I'll take weeks off, but I think I'll make sure that part of the vacation that I have every year is in two week chunks because it just made so much difference to really feeling relaxed and totally out of the routine and into something else that I was creating with the people that I was on vacation with. So it was incredible. Um, anyway, I'll leave you with that for food for thought. I'm sure that, you know, I have a bunch of sisters that are all teachers, so they have two months off in the summer, and I know they treat that like solid gold, like it's the best thing that ever happened to them and I can kind of see now why they do that (laughs) not that I ever thought having two months off was a bad idea but I can really see how it refreshes you and just really kind of like gives you a boost of just energy creativity happiness fun like you're kind of really um, you're on a higher vibration for sure when you get back and so you know for some food for thought um I'll leave you with this. We all know, I mean, we've lived long enough to realize that life is full of different cycles, right? So we are not, um, and especially as women, we are not uh, designed to work in the, the way society works right now. Like we are designed to need some rest for that creativity. We are very creative. We are You know, we're women, so we can, we basically, we literally give birth to humans. And that happens without our conscious input at all. And so, you know, we need to weave this rest, this idea of rest for our, we need to weave this rest into our weekly lives, into our yearly lives, into our daily lives if possible. Um, But really to find out for you to, you know, so my question or the reflection you could have for yourself is like, how would it look for you? You know, it doesn't have to be a morning thing if you're not a morning person or, you know, maybe you have young kids and you've got like the minute you're up, they're up and it's all a bit chaotic in the morning, but maybe it's something you can do at lunch or once the kids go to school or before you pick the kids up from daycare, um, it could be in the evenings. I do a lot of my, most of my alone time actually happens in the evenings, especially during the week. Like if I'm going to get anything in during the week, um, other than the meditations that I do in the Wellspring um, Collective, it's in the evenings because the kids are busy doing their homework or something. Everyone's sort of tired. They're having some quiet time. And so I'm having some quiet time too. <laughs> um, but that does not look like that when they were younger. So there's also phases. Like maybe sometimes you'll be an evening sacred space person. And sometimes other phases, you'll be a morning person. Other phases, you'll be lunch. Like who knows? Whatever you can create for yourself. Because the en- at the end of the day, what I'd like you to kind of really take to heart is the fact that you are here to design your life—it um, is your life and only your life—and so, what do you want to bring forth? And if you are not sure, and you're just totally on autumn, you know, autopilot, then this sacred space will encourage you and open you and allow you to be receptive to just being there for your heart and to see what comes up for you all right i will leave you with that and i hope you have a beautiful day and i will see you next time take care